Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. Joe Klimzeski with Adam Atkinson, episode four in our series on hormone. We're going to go into some gender specificity. We, we spent last time talking about lean body mass, which we tied more directly to testosterone. So let's, let's give a woman a chance here. And I know whether you're perimenopausal or you're, you have some kind of diet induced amenorrhea, you know, it's, it's troublesome. You know, we get into some of those health areas that seem scary and it can be very normal for some women. This is, this is dominantly genetic, but some women can lose their menstrual cycle very quickly. Some never do. Um, but we're going to talk about what we can do with food, diet, or methodology to try and mitigate that. I, I will say, I'll kind of, I'll kind of give the, uh, you know, the whole story here at the front end, and then we can pick it apart, but it still has to do more with your total energy balance and calorie deficit. Once again, it's not that you need more fat, but when you look at the luteal phase disruption, so when the women's body is getting ready to um, you know, ovulate and the, the uterine lining is thickening and so forth. And you're, you're getting ready to release that egg. You know, those are the kind of things that if you don't have enough energy, your body due to evolution is going to say, well, we can't support a pregnancy. We can't support life. So we're just going to shut down the process it has more to do with just your calorie deficit and your overall physiological stress. So I've had women who I've helped not, not regain their menstrual cycle by getting their body fat way up, but just stabilizing food levels, don't even have to gain that much body fat, get enough rest, stop overtraining, stop overdoing the cardio. And then for most of them, it comes right back. Absolutely. You know, there is, uh, it is somewhat body fat related, but I think you're right where that, that stress component and this was a perfect segue from the last episode where, you know, sleep, um, doing a little less cardio, doing maybe a lot less cardio, depending on how much you're doing and uh, just relieving that uh, physiological and systemic stress. So, you know, if you think back in nature, you know, we, we will, like you said, you wouldn't want to support a baby in a super, super stressful environment or when food levels are lower than what it would be to support a baby because then you would just get pregnant and die. So it's amazing that we have these, uh, you know, um, almost uh, biological processes that happen to protect us, to save the human race, essentially. And uh, this is where we need to stop saying I'm broken. This is kind of a beautiful thing and why we've evolved to where we are today. Um, you well, know, from just a bigger perspective, um, when that stress hormone cortisol rises, um, you'll start dumping into reverse T3 to help with that cortisol. But uh, the cortisol will eventually steal your body's progesterone, which is why a lot of women lose their cycle. So, you know, relieving that stress response is huge. And you are kind to remind our listeners that body fat does, in your words, have a little bit to do with it. It actually has a lot to do with it. What, what I meant was, you know, when I get these clients who are already in the off season and they're still struggling, so body fat has come up. But yes, if you're, if you're coming right off of a, of, a, of a contest and as a female, you're still in the 6, 8, 10% range, absolutely, you're going to want to get up above your metabolic set point. But, but once there and you're still struggling, it's probably due to just that energy balance and, and, and excessive cardio. But, you know, you brought up something really great there just to, again, talk about how protective our body is. 
when a when a woman ovulates, you know, in studies, men find them twice as attractive. So, you know, what a weird social psychology, you know, nuance just based on pheromones and perhaps even the woman becoming, you know, maybe a little bit more socially open, like, you know, gesturing, you know, flirting, that kind of thing, more open with their spouse. Uh, you know, all these things happen because, again, our bodies are are built to procreate. And so that's a normal thing. I think it's important for us as coaches and clients to protect that. And it all comes back down to, you know, how are we approaching it? If you're doing just a, an insanely disastrous diet with, you know, zero carbs or just, just hyper hypocaloric, uh, you know, three, four hours of cardio a day, you're going to drive yourself down there into those acute infertility phases and, and they can possibly become chronic. Yeah. It, where no one wants to hear that you've got to put on body fat post-show. And I, I think that's hard. Um, you know, people do develop a body image dysmorphia. And then when you want to pull back cardio, um, they feel like they can't, or when you want to raise food, they feel like they can't. So, you know, we see this all the time. And one thing I wanted to mention, um, since reverse dieting has became ever so popular now, have you noticed that um, people just want to stay too lean uh, because of that? And that's where we're kind of running into this problem. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to talk about that in our last episode. And, and Eric and I had some good banter on this because it's historically a place that we we, you know, joke a little bit in, in disagreement but you know what we're after is the exact same thing, and, and there's just a nuanced shift there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up there. Save that. We're gonna actually slip in an extra episode. We usually do five in our series. We're gonna do six this time because this is such a big topic. But uh, we will talk about reversing and maintenance maintenance for sure. So stay tuned, guys. We'll see you in episodes five and six.